Hello and welcome to another fun-filled nonsense retrospective. I'm your host as always, Rick, and joining me equally as always is Devon. Now, if you donate $5 today, you could get the limited edition versions of our faces where I am a boar and Rick is a bear. Well, there is that, or the, the super limited edition ones, which I think you've deleted, which are just polygons. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Rick, I can recreate those in five seconds. Yeah. And we can sell yeah. them as <laughs> NFTs, which is actually oh, somehow Jesus. scummier than Gatcha. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> Limited edition nonsense review NFTs. The Creepazoid prototype Devon and Rick faces. Only five no. <laughs> in existence because they will scare the shit out of you. The worst thing is you put them in a folder and they just peek out the side. Oh. <laughs> I didn't need to share that image with you, and yet I did because it was hilarious. Because for the longest time, the nonsense review folder on my laptop was literally just you could see the two little images side by side of <laughs> Proto Rick and Dev, and they're just yep. so sucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today we're going to be talking about gacha, gacha games, and gacha mechanics. But before we get too far into that, let's talk about our time on a tradition of the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. And do you have one for me today? I do. It's boring, but it's on brand for, for what we're talking about today. So let's get into it. Rick, congratulations. You get to make a gacha game. What franchise is your gacha game based off of? We don't need to go too in depth. Just, you know, bare bones it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, hmm. Trying to think of something that's not been made into a gacha game yet. Uh, it's probably called... Borderlands. Borderlands. Ah. I suppose it's got the character depth, but. Yeah, they've got enough dudes. Um, they've got a cool art style. And um, if you work well enough at it, then you've got a good enough game there. Oh, I've... no, no. When I say gacha game, I mean fucking fake go level, not fucking Genshin Impact level. Oh, hmm. Ooh. Mm. No, no, if, if we're talking gacha game, like, if you, what you suggested is, let's have an actual game that just happens to also have gacha, I mean a gacha game. Yep, yep, ooh, ah, what's not been done, like, there's definitely been a Sonic one, there's definitely like seven or eight Star Wars ones. Is there a Sonic one? I think there's like three, <laughs> and they're all shit. <laughs> but, yeah, but, Rick, gacha game, none of them are good. Um. Yeah, yeah, totally, like, you can't even do a Dark Souls gacha, because, like, what would you do with it? It's like, assemble a party of Dark Souls. NPCs. I mean, Fuck it can it. be done because the, the Dragon Age Origins, not even Dragon Age Origins, the Dragon Age Gacha game was incredibly fun for the brief time I played it. At least as far as roster depth went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also played that for a little bit of time and uh, dropped it as soon as I ran out of free resources and realised I had nothing. That <laughs> uh, tends to um, be the way. So yeah, I'm going to go for a Dragon Age, whatever it was, Dragon Age Legends, I think it was, version mm. of the Souls universe. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, I could see you getting Solaire and Siegmeier. I could see Solaire being the big free-to-play one to get people hooked. Yeah, and then the uh, the summertime alt is Solaire with the bug. <laughs> no, summertime alt would be uh, Solaire in his uh, in his uh, mankini. Yeah, that also has that face of the sun painted on it. I mean, I don't think you could really. Uh, you'd, you'd have to have a very detailed artist to draw that small. But uh, the, the, the key point would be is, despite being in a mankini, he'd still have his helmet on. Yep. Uh, and then you'd obviously have the super legendary rares that only can be rolled for once every year. Like, uh, I, you'd probably take the four knights of Gwyn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Shit, even the four boss souls of Gwyn himself. Yep, the um, the four daughters of Manus. Uh, who like, have they... we seen? We've got, yeah, well, I suppose it's Nassandra and the three DLC queens. Yeah, so they all show up as, uh, they'll show up as, like, annual villains, and at the end of each year you can roll them and they just get added to the roster. You know, yeah, but one, but one of them's not a, <laughs> one of them's not a villain, Rick. Oh, yeah, she's, she's actually really nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, Dark Souls gacha. So my one for you is setting aside the ethics which is a bit of a theme for today's retrospective and ignoring the danger it's loyal to you what wild animal would you like to take as a pet? I mean it's incredibly easy an easy question because if we're taking ethics out of the equation and we're taking risk of mauling out of the equation it's going to be a gorilla yeah fair enough fair enough uh, a, a, rest, a western lowland gorilla because like they're awesome creatures I would never like don't keep pets that are wild animals it's a bad idea for everyone mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. as, as an owner you will probably be mauled and to be honest you probably deserve it as the animal it's like you're taking something out of its habitat and uh, I actually brought it up on the most recent review of um, uh, Super Mario Bros there was a chimpanzee on the, yeah, uh, on the thing and yeah. it, ha it had no teeth and it's like oh well that's fucking depressing because that is a active 
biting chimp and it's clearly had its t- uh, teeth yanked out because they didn't want it biting people which yeah. you know this is back in the day of the uh, the PG tips ads that had the family of chimps that used to like eat peanut butter off the roof of the mouth wasn't that not 70s like 80s I don't think it was 90s um, it stretched into the 90s because I remember them oh gross you know I, oh, and now I'm just sad but yeah um, <laughs> ethics and risk of mauling aside I I just have a gorilla in the house yeah <laughs> would, you, would it not be cool to just come home you're tired from work you're like I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a sit down. You sit down. You mind in your own business, and a big fucking silverback gorilla just comes in and sits next to you and just chills and watches the telly with you. Yeah, it just does, does the good old knuckle waddle in there and uh, just nicks your sandwich, and then just smiles at you because because uh, you you're cool like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be cool enough with anyone for them to just nick my sandwich, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, if if yeah. I knew this gorilla had a habit of nicking sandwiches, I'd make twice the amount of sandwiches. Yeah, you make two. You make one with banana in it. <laughs> 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 oh, have you seen the, the video of the gorilla making a banana sandwich? I don't know. I, I don't believe you. Okay, so it, it, it eats like three bananas, keeps chewing them, doesn't swallow, gets these two pieces of bread and spits out a perfect rectangle onto the bread and then eats the banana sandwich. But why would it do that? Because it's seen other people make sandwiches mm, I'm, I'm hesitant to believe this one Rick and it's been given the bread oh um, right so it's been taught a parlor trick yeah it's been, ta- it's been taught a trick and then it eats the sandwich mm, yeah don't sit right with me Rick sure but yeah um, yeah we're talking about gacha games we all play them for better or worse and usually worse for us uh, so can you remember the first gacha game that you ever played what do you mean usually worse for us like I can't re- like we have a friend we will not name them but um, mm-hmm. th- they got bit hard and I'm still not entirely convinced they've fully recovered but whatever um, but like for you and you and I I don't think well I, I can speak for myself I don't think I've ever really fallen like I've never pumped a ton of money in a gacha game the only gacha money I, uh, gacha money gacha game I've paid for is I've done Fate Go I, I yeah. bought a few guaranteed gachas and on Genshin Impact I bought a couple of those moon passes yeah the monthly Welkin moon which uh, you know it's uh, it, it, they know what they're doing we'll talk about the predatory tactics later on but uh, yeah, uh, first gacha game. It's uh, it's an interesting one actually, because yeah, um, it could be before you even recognise it as a gacha game, before you even recognise the concept, even. Well, gacha games officially became a, a proper thing in about 2010. They're not a, a new con, uh, sorry, uh, an old as fuck concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least as far as widespread gacha games, there might be obscure ones that came out before then. But as far as I'm aware, through my research. 2010 was pretty much the springboard. Um, the thing with me is, I didn't have a smartphone until about 2015. Uh-huh. So I didn't really play these games. In fact, one of the only things I ever saw that was like, oh, that looks interesting, was two of our friends would play Fate Go around me. And despite not giving a fuck about Fate, I was like, boy, that game sure looks fun to do when you've got nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Why are you playing um... it while you're hanging out with me? <laughs> um, you know, but it's, it's one of those. I think my, uh, unfortunately, my mobile at the time wasn't good enough to have Fate Go on it and anything else because the memories were so shit. So my first mm-hmm. proper official gacha game was Fire Emblem Heroes. Fair enough, fair enough. That's definitely my first modern gacha game. Well, that's just it. I, you know, I, we were discussing this literally last night, I think, where technically speaking, gacha is just RNG chance of uh, of getting something. So really the first gacha games we played were I, I said Pokemon TCG and then you straight up went, oh, football stickers and I raised you Tazos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pogs, Tazos, football stickers, Pokemon cards, and more recently, Magic cards. They all have the same mechanic of you pay a set amount and you get something out of it. And sometimes you pay more for a guaranteed thing, like like you get a theme deck, for instance, and it comes with a shiny Vaporeon all the time. It is just one of those things where it is a bit... I agree with you, it is all fundamentally the same thing, but it's one of those weird ones where there is a distinction drawn between trading card games and gachas because trading card games, and even literal physical real life gachas you get something for your money whereas gacha games you are paying for nothing yeah you're you're paying for something on the owner's server which they have infinite of and sometimes you've got pvp sometimes you've got multiplayer a lot of the time it's just you playing the game for yourself when a game has so, PvP or multiplayer, it gets really fucking sad with people sinking money into them. Yeah. Um, the one that I will point to, and the one that... Uh, I sunk some money into this, but it wasn't real money. Um, someone stole some Microsoft points from me. Oh, you've told the story uh, on the podcast a few times, and uh, a few times off the podcast, because it's still mind-blowing to me that you had to fight to get your money back. <laughs> 
Yep, yep. Uh, I, I got some Microsoft points stolen off me, and uh, yeah, I ended up spending the ones that got refunded on Mass Effect 3 gacha. So, for what it's worth, the reason why um, I say it blows my mind that you have to fight to get his money back is the points that got stolen got spent on the ultimate football team mechanic of FIFA, a game Rick has never owned or played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It then showed up in my most recent played thing, played for 11 seconds, just so they could spend all the money in it. <laughs> uh. So let's talk about it, because fuck it, we've, we've breached it now. EA is by far the worst offender of gacha mechanics in the West. Yes, in the West, definitely. Um, FIFA Ultimate Team, just FIFA Ultimate Team, not FIFA itself as well, earned more money in 2022 than Elden Ring. And those teams that have been made from those gacha pulls will expire with the next FIFA um, release. Yeah, because then you got to pay us all over again for a chance at getting your players. Yep, and that's why it banned in Belgium. <laughs> because it's gambling. Okay, yeah. let, I, 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 st- I want to d- dwell on EA for a little bit and their surprise mechanic bullshit, but uh, let's talk about it. The fundamental issue we both have with gacha games. Now, Rick, you and I, we both enjoy gacha games. We mm-hmm. both are pretty much exclusively free to play. More or less. If anything, we are p- potentially... Um, I found a new term, by the way, while researching. The term dolphin, which um, yes. you and I both know what whales are. Whales are the super serious people who drop literally their entire paychecks on the gacha games. And this is who gacha games are aimed at. That's their core audience. That's where they get their money from. Is one? Well, it's not one or two. It's like 100, 200 people who spend a lot of money rather than people spending a little money here and there. Um, a dolphin is someone who will see a deal and essentially go, Oh, that seems okay. That's a, that's, that's a couple of bucks, pay it, and then move on with their lives. It's not a big amount of money, but it's more money than the average player. So the reason why I'm saying it might apply to myself and Rick is, uh, very specifically in Genshin Impact, I bought some of those Welkin Moon deals because, yeah, that's a good deal. That gives us a, a bunch of primos for a, about a tenner. Fair enough. Yeah, Dolphin is actually pretty high up the list. I've got a list here. Uh, F2P Plankton, Free to Plankton, is the complete free-to-play hero who never spends anything ever. Uh, and then there's Guppy Minnow, Codfish, Tuna, Dolphin, Whale, Leviathan, and then Cthulhu. Okay, those are made-up meme terms, because the only real term is Whale. Except, um, Cthulhu needed to be added because of some people who basically fund the entire game. Okay, but again, these are made-up terms by memers, not official marketing terms. Oh, true, true. But also, some, um, some communities feel the need to divide them up more, so they've kind of settled upon some of these terms. Um, the, the Leviathan being bigger than a whale is a big deal because these are like your actual executives who will rather spend a couple of grand on a night sat at home playing a gacha game than going out and being expected to pay for everyone's drinks and spending the same amount. Okay, but that, that reality exists for so little people. Why would you bother making it its own term? Uh, because... Ooh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, my first gacha game technically was Mass Effect 3. Uh, the first game I played no, was no, just no. a gacha game. I think if we're doing gacha game rules, we've got to do actual first gacha game that is just a gacha game, not a game with gacha mechanics. Yeah, the first game that was just a gacha game, like a mobile game, was Metal Slug Defense. Okay. And uh, I only realised it was Gacha when I ran out of resources from my hacked APK, which was the only APK that I had. <laughs> it wasn't on like the Play Store at all because it was like America only. And um, the APK that I found, the Android installer, was one that gave you like a million of the things that you could uh, summon things with. And um, the snapshot of the game that I got at the time was the one with, uh, you could summon King of Fighters units as well. So I got like my Shirin as well as uh, like the the whole Metal Slug guys. Man, Metal Slug was good. <laughs> My brain's struggling because um, I can't. I, I know the name Metal Slug, but I've never played it, so I'm just like shutting up. <laughs> it's a um, it's a it's a retro. Well, it, it came out around the same time as like 16 bit stuff. It made by SNK, uh, who mostly made arcade cabinets. Yeah, I know who SNK um, is, believe it or not. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um, their home console of the Neo Geo was pretty much the most powerful 16 bit console there was, but also the most expensive because you've got, like, arcade cabinet quality games, one of which was Metal Slug, and it's the side-scrolling shooter where pretty much, right. I think it's pretty much one hit you need in si- the dead. Yeah, cool. 16-bit side- 2D side-scrolling shooter was all I needed to, for me to know. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the one with heavy machine gun and rocket launcher. <laughs> you got to bear in mind, I'm raised on a generation that uh, was pretty much, uh, like, the best game in the arcade was the loudest and the flashiest, which means if it wasn't there at all, I don't really know what it is. Yep, yep, yep. That's uh that's Mortal Kombat for you. <laughs> 
I, Ed Boon know, know what he's talking about. That's all I'll say. But don't forget, my first console was either A, a Game Boy, or B, PlayStation 1. PlayStation mm-hmm, 1 didn't come mm-hmm. out till like... Uh, by the way, not even early PlayStation 1. I didn't get it till Phantom Menace. Yeah. Was it a, a PS1 that was a tiny one? It was just a PlayStation at the time. Okay. So uh, my first PlayStation was the, the tiny one, the PS1. Okay. But but again, it wasn't called the one at the time because it was yeah, the only yeah. one that existed. It was just called a PlayStation. It was big, grey, and bulky, so I don't think it was the little one you're on about. Sure. Yeah. The big lad. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what's the... So the first modern gacha game you played was Fire Emblem Heroes. Do you still play it? I mean, it's still on my phone, but I definitely don't play it. Yeah. I, I, I've got a phone that now has so much memory that I don't have to give a fuck about downloading apps. So there's a graveyard of gacha games that I don't play but still exist on my phone. Let's have a quick butchers. Uh, we've got Fire Emblem Heroes. We've got Opera Omnia, Final Fantasy. Uh, we've got Fate Go, which I've not played in about two years. I know no. when I last played... I last played that game in Japan, so that's at least three years ago. Um, Man. <laughs> got, got Asuka Zero, which was a um, Sengoku Jedi period set game where everyone's a waifu because of course they are um, shit I remember that one I managed to Man. get I managed to get Matt to play it for a brief period of time and then he gave it up because of course he did but it was one of those games where I didn't think it would appeal to anyone but me and then Matt was into it so yeah, yeah I picked I picked it up as well and the community for that was so small that we could probably have gotten onto the leaderboard just by playing normally we did yeah. several to- times top 100 was pretty easy to get into the top player was always the same person it was like 69 gorilla 420 yeah um <laughs> Disney's Mirrorverse, which is a pretty new one. I've got Azure Lane. Fuck me, I've got too many games. Pokemon Masters EX. Uh, yeah, just a graveyard of gacha games that I started and then went, nah, fuck off. I got Warhammer Ta- Ta- uh, Tacticus, which was shit. Yep, yep. There's so many goddamn Warhammer games, and like even just on mobile, there's still fucking too many. <laughs> yeah, I get you, man. I get you, man. Uh, before going any further, I just want to clarify something because it's been niggling at me. Um, sure. With your new definition of what a dolphin is, I'm definitely not a dolphin. I spend about... Back, uh, I may be a guppy, maybe a minnow, but uh, I've not spent anything in about uh, a year. Like when I was playing Genshin every day, I was like, "Well, it's worth it to get the Welkin Moon." Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the um, you know. the low level ones that might get the uh, the five dollar packs every month, and by every month meaning the months that they play, that is like really low level. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I might scrape codfish, getting like a, a twenty dollar bundle now and then. Oof. I mean, it's on. That's up to you, man. I just uh, then you got our friend who will remain. There nameless um who every single outfit that came out on Difafu they would buy and uh those characters they didn't even like it was just like but but new thing partly because it comes with two ten rolls worth of gems nearly <laughs> yeah but there's better, there's but the there's better bargains to get if you want just gems oh yeah there's uh, whenever there's a 99p one that's pretty much the best bang for your buck that you'll ever get on Difafu 500 gems for like 89p yeah but 500 gems is one roll yeah uh, but when they do that for a week and you can do one a day for a week, then that's a pretty good one. Uh, the I disagree, cards, but okay. The coupon cards are similar. Um, you pay like three, nine, or fourteen pounds, depending on which size you want, and most people get all of them. Um, well, I say okay. I say most people. People that buy them normally buy them all. It's, it's, I and, think it's the uh, logic of in for a penny. Yeah, yeah. And after after like a week, you exhaust them and uh, you've got all the gems from them. You can buy another one in case it's not run out yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> About three years ago, I stopped spending money on Fire Emblem Heroes because I looked back on my PayPal and I was like, okay, that's too many numbers. Oh, Rick, that's I'm sorry. Everybody gets yeah. stung eventually, except for whales, because whales have proper mental illnesses, um, except people don't see it as mental illness, but it is. It's the same exact um, hormonal fuck-up that happens when someone gets addicted to gambling. Well, addicted to anything, really, but gambling is the best analogy, because it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what, can you th- what could you think is your favourite gacha game in terms of its gameplay? Oh, fuck, none of them. No, none of them have compelling gameplay. It's all about get, It's all about getting the uh, the fuzzle... Uh, the, sorry, not the fuzzle. Uh, the tingle of, oh, I got this thing that you can only get this month. Yay! I mean, yeah. That's the only uh, enjoyment I've ever gotten out of gacha games, and that's a problem. I'd say the thing that kept me in Difafu was the fact that early on, we had quite a good bit of fun doing the multiplayer. Okay, Difafu... It's a problem with gacha games. Uh, in general, but Difafu is the one where I saw it the most clearly because, as you point out, we were there from pretty much not day one, but we weren't even halfway through chapter one by the time we joined on. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I got brought to that game through a Twitter ad. 
<laughs> and I got brought to it by you because you went, oh yeah, it's a it's a game where all the Final Fantasy characters exist. And I went, Final Fantasy Nine. You went, there's Steiner. And I went, oh, good enough. Yeah, <laughs> and you rushed the game until the part where you could get Steiner because I... before you could get people just by uh, rolling them. <laughs> uh, I think you could get characters by rolling them at that. Oh no, you couldn't because I had about seven copies of Steiner's sword, and I was like, when do I get Steiner so I could put his sword on him? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, one of the problems you'll find with gacha games is they will usually start pretty bare bones and simple because of one easy logical reason, and that is they don't know if it's going to be popular enough to warrant investing in. After no. The longer a gacha game goes on, the more complicated and bullshit mechanics get. Now, when I say complicated, I don't necessarily mean they're difficult to understand. It's uh, it's more that, we'll take Difafu for an example, because it's an, it's an easy one to point at. At the beginning, you had two weapons for each character. Then they added an EX weapon. Then they added a Shin EX weapon. Then they added a mega duper super weapon. And now they've added another tier of weapons on top of that and if you don't keep up to date with each tier of weaponry I'm bullshitting the names because I can't remember them don't give me shit here audience um, if you don't keep on top of that your characters then become suboptimal if they're suboptimal there's no point in using them yep and um, the defence is kind of that you can get all the characters for free but, but they're not usable <laughs> you can use like, them in the plain regular story but who gives a fuck about the plain regular story you don't get shit from that except for enjoying the story and it's a gacha game story which means it's very simple yeah it's very very simple we're about to enter um, year four and they've gone through three worlds so far the third world is about to you know stop mattering and the fourth world is about to start so we'll see what happens with that um, but yeah they not only do they add more tiers of things for power creep they also add more resources so like okay there's this new tier of weapon we can't just use the old tier of upgrade materials you have to farm new upgrade materials and the new upgrade materials are found in the highest new difficulty they just added which in order to do well, you need to have a fully built team from the last tier. Yeah, an amazing team for the last tier, or a um, a pretty good team from the current tier, which, guess what, if you're playing now, you might have someone current. You probably won't, unless you're lucky. I get. I, I never really tried with uh, Difafu to stay meta. There was a certain point where I was just like, I don't care, I just want to play as characters I like. So, for the longest time, my team was Steiner, Ico, and Cypher. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, this team's terrible. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I can normally keep pace with the tier behind what's current rather easily. I mean, but that's not that's not much of a bar. As an addition to that, um, when Beatrix dropped, I was like, Beatrix is my favorite character. I love her. She is going to yes. be my main character that I invest in. She, I, I know because I keep getting adverts on Reddit that she recently yeah. got her new super duper mega fuck off weapon, and I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting back into Difafu just to build Beatrix back up to current tier because I don't care. I don't play the game. She does have a little story though. I don't care. <laughs> it's not canon, so who gives a shit? It's canon in that world, but yeah, exactly. In exactly. the world I'm not invested in. Oh no! <laughs> Say it ain't so, Rick! I mean, it's a world where Seymour's still alive and not just his legs. <laughs> what? Uh, when he gets sent in um, in Final Fantasy X, all you see is his legs getting sent. So, uh, like, his the top half of his body technically is, uh, is has never been sent. I think they just didn't show you that part of the animation, Rick. I don't think that means... Oh, totally, totally, totally. It's it's just, they, they cut away before you see him completely disappear into fireflies or whatever. Uh. <laughs> anyone who thinks that, anyone who thinks that is dumb. I'm just saying. Although we did have the gag of, what if he got some new legs? And what if it was Sid from FF7 who walks around at right angles to himself? I don't get the joke you're trying to make. Did you not remember in when you walked around on the overworld as Sid in uh, in 7? No, I don't. Okay. He would walk around, his legs would be upwards, and his torso would be, like, bent completely backwards. Okay. But, uh, but oh yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry for poo-pooing your joke, Rick. You're referencing something I didn't have a frame of reference for. Leave me alone. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, can you think of... Of the most egregious act addition of gacha to an existing game. Uh, wrestling. Yeah. Um, in when 2K took over the wrestling franchise, everyone was kind of like hesitant, but also like fuck it, they've got a bit of pedigree for mm -hmm. uh, for sports sims, and a lot of people wanted wrestling to be a sports sim rather than an arcade game. Look, just for context, the wrestling community, as far as wrestling games are concerned, are split in the middle. 50% of people want it to be over the top, wacky arcade. The other 50% want it to be uh, like a sports sim, as if wrestling were 
real. And yeah, like, honestly, um, I enjoy both, so I'm not bothered which we get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it does mean it splits the fan base a bit. And uh, the most recent editions of the game have all had you create your own wrestler for the story. Yeah. In order to unlock parts, as in outfits and wrestling moves for your character, you have to roll on the gacha. Yep. Now, you yep. can roll on this gacha entirely by experience points that you earn in-game, or you can pay money. Yeah, pay to skip. It's one of those ones where it's it's, oh, it's a weird situation. I'm not opposed to gacha mechanics in games. I'm really not. If you don't have to pay for them. Yeah. So like I think um, Xenoblade Chronicles two and three, they've got their own like little mini in-game gachas. Like if it's but, if, like, if it, if it you, gone. You, you can't put money into it. You just have to earn it in-game and do the thing and get something new and interesting for this playthrough. I I think if it's for cosmetics, because the most annoying thing... Imagine if in Dark Souls, every time you leveled up, you had to roll a dice, and that dice determined what stat got your next stat increase. And if you were premium, you got advantage. No, I'm not even talking about premium. I'm just talking about luck and gacha in general now. You don't have to give a fuck about the premium part. Specifically, just if, if, if gacha dictates how you progress, that sucks. I want control over how my character grows. Yeah, yeah. Gacha for cosmetics. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. If it was Dark Souls, it was like, let's roll a dice. Oh, you've got the uh, you. Congratulations. Here's the Katarina set, but it's just like a glamour plate. Right. I'm yeah, like, yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit? Cool. You can look like an onion now. Awesome. Good for you. But I don't care. It you doesn't might, affect gameplay. You might bamboozle someone in PvP, but like that's a trick that works once. It wouldn't even bamboozle anyone. It's just like you know, armor doesn't make that much difference in Dark Souls. I'm sure someone's screaming in the comments if they if they're listening this far but you know you see a have you see a havel back flipping towards you he's probably wearing it as a glamour rather than the actual gear all right but ignore dark souls part i just picked a random game out my ass you know what i'm trying to say oh yeah totally totally absolutely um like even tower of fantasy they've got um they've got skins of the player characters of the the npcs that you can turn into isn't that game specifically solely pve i believe so so there then it doesn't PvP. matter there might be pvp and i'm pretty sure there is um party content so yes it is pve but it's party content, and if you bring bring in the party down, then you're a drag to the rest of your allies. Then don't play co-op if you give a shit. Yeah, but then you skip like a third of the game. Okay, but Rick, we're seeing one of the problems of gacha games when it comes to co-op. Like, if you need a certain character in order to be competitive slash help, then guess what? People are going to pump money into that gacha because they need the thing. And even if you don't necessarily, the company will make it seem as if it is for at least a brief period of time. Because the fear of missing out is a very real thing, and in gacha games it's a can answer yes yes um josh drive hayes did a video on the pandora's box of evil gacha is like the biggest part of it um but this it's all about like the fear of missing out um cancerous money grubbing techniques and like these techniques have been proven to work so any company that chooses not to put them in is choosing not to make as much money as they possibly could let's put it this way as well rick i work in retail i won't say where although i'm pretty sure most people who listen to this are people who know me anyway um i know a few techniques that are used by super markets to trick people into buying more than they should. None yes. of them are as fucked up and evil as gacha games. No, 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 no. It's, it's, you can't just get like a, um, a mystery hamper <laughs> because it might have a whole fucking turkey in it. Yeah, but it fucking won't. No. I'm just, reminded, I'm just reminded of that line from Iron Ball in Dragon Age Inquisition where he goes, uh, for all we know, we might go up there, solve the problem and everyone gets to go home safely. You really think that'll happen? No, but it could. <laughs> like, there's a non-zero chance of when I clap my hands together, I will quantum tunnel through my own arms and my hands will end up on the opposite side of each other. It's not going to fucking happen. Is there a non-zero chance, Rick? Yes. All right, I'll rephrase my question. Is that chance not point not 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 so many noughts, 1%? Yeah. It might as well be zero, Rick. Oh, totally. But it's not zero. Okay, but fuck you. That's a terrible example. <laughs> that has never once happened to anyone in the history of mankind. Therefore, there's no proof that it can. That's yeah, like uh, saying that's like saying God's real because we haven't seen him yet, but we haven't not not seen him. So I guess that means he's real. Fuck off. And a bunch of crazy people have talked to him in their dreams. Oh, fuck off, Leniana. <laughs> Thank, thank heavens for having a fictional character that we can tell to fuck off when we're talking about God. <laughs> well, you know, I could talk about the Pope, but one of them just died recently, so that feels like it's in bad taste. Yeah. I don't know if he actually got to use... Well, if they got to use the Pope hammer on him because he wasn't a sitting Pope. I don't think they would have used the Pope hammer on him because, it, 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 one, he wasn't a sitting Pope. Two, they put his body on display, so it'd be pretty fucking awkward if he woke up from a three-day-long nap. Yeah. Oh, God, Weird. but wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking of now is Humpty Dumpty. You just like bunk him with a Pope hammer and he just cracks. Oh. Now, for those of you wondering, 
do you want to explain to the audience in case they don't know what the Pope Hammer is? <laughs> okay, there is a small ivory hammer that is used in ritual sacrifice, sorry, just for a ritual um, to find out whether or not the Pope is actually dead when he appears to be dead. And only the, only when they have bonked him three times and he hasn't gone, ow, um, do they <laughs> start... That's so stupid. Do they start um, electing the new Pope from within their, uh, their inner circle? Oh, fucking hell. You think C of E's weird, and then you hear shit like that. Yeah, you gotta elect the new king of the pedos somehow. <laughs> oh, we might have to cut that. We, we don't have to cut that. Everyone knows the Catholics <laughs> filled with pedos. <laughs> yep, uh, so the other thing is... Um... Hang on, I don't think you answered the question either. Uh, the, the question that spawned all of that was, uh, is what, what was it? What was the most egregious case of gacha being added to a game, I think you asked? Yeah, the one that really stuck out for me when was um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. The gacha was added after the game was released. There's a gacha in um, there? Yeah, it's not even good. Uh, so, um, the game was complete. DLC wasn't getting enough money for a five-year-old game. Shocker. So when the game was like four or five years old, they added these battle figures, which is all gacha. Oh, as usual. okay. Yeah, as usual, you can earn and buy these things with points, but, you know, you can also chuck some money into it. Do you know what? Or you can, you can take a third option. You can modify your save file to have enough currency. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's stupid. They no. Really? Yep. Wow, that's dumb. You're dumb, Koei. Um and that's something that you can't really do with other gacha games cuz normally on a um on a phone-based thing, your save file isn't yours. It's just held on the owner's servers. You log into your account and you get to play your save file essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, so I came to Xenoverse 2 super late because I didn't really like Xenoverse 1 that much. Um mm-hmm. so I bought that game when it was like a fiver and Oh, yeah. So I just assumed that was always in the game. I also didn't know you could pay with real money to get the figures. Yeah, um, that was released the same week that Bulma's Japanese voice actress passed away. Shame. Um, and the worst part of it was, it was just, that was the last recording that she ever did for Dragon Ball, was the announcement for people of Canton City, come to the do the battle simulator. It was the loudest thing in the game, and it really stuck in my throat that something so loud and blaring, basically an in-game ad for an in-game thing that was meant to be fun, was basically this voice actress's last um, last contribution to the series, but there's always but oh there's well. there's always going to be a last contribution, and I I don't think it's that bad, you know. Like they didn't know she was going to suddenly pass away. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to a less sad topic, and just going back to that little game, I actually thought that little game was fun as a side game. Um, I would totally buy a game that was just that. But it's, I, it's fun for a little bit. Yeah. But it's fun for a little bit, but like it's not a great main game, you know. It's not great. I think what it is, I is I'm aching for another game that is a turn based. RPG set in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, especially if it just ignores the super powerful characters and just focuses on the less powerful ones that you have to actually try to win with. Yeah, like seriously, just take out the say. Like, okay, you can't sell a Dragon Ball Z game and not have the Saiyans in it because that is the popularity of the franchise. But like, just imagine while uh, Go, it would mean taking Krillin out, but whatever. Goku, Krillin, Gohan, and Piccolo have all fucked off to Namek. So Tien, Yamcha and Chiaotzu and Yajirobe fuck it throw him in are a four man team and they have to deal with some bullshit on earth and the ultimate unlockable character in that is just Master Roshi oh oh you're so right I hate you yep <laughs> you beat the game you get to play on New Game Plus you get to keep your stats but you also get Master Roshi as a, as a character and he will immediately p- replace Chiaotzu because Chiaotzu is obviously the worst you beat the game again and you can play it through as Buff Roshi no nope. <laughs> Buff Roshi is just his ultimate move I was gonna say it'll be limit break yeah it'll be like oh <laughs> shit i've got to try what a pain in the ass <laughs> um can you think of any games that you're emphatically not playing and will never play because of how predatory they are um not off the top of my head really because you know unless it's a gacha game by ea <laughs> like the dragon age one yeah well the dragon age one wasn't even that bad truth be told because it was pretty much exclusively pve i think they added pvp to it at some point because the moment you add pvp to a gacha game means you immediately will increase your income if the game is already popular at that point because people are like I need the best thing otherwise what's the point in trying yeah yeah you know it's it's one of those where if the franchise the um gacha is based off of is looks interesting enough or appeals to me enough I will 
give it a look because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be contributing money to the game. So it, it, True. It, it's one of those weird catch-22s where you're not helping them financially, but just by being a number and playing on their server, you are also helping them by going, oh, the game's popular. Duh, invest resources, get more whales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm sure if Gearbox... Is it Gearbox? Andy Pritchard? Yep. Yeah, I'm sure if they released a gacha game, I'd be like, I ain't fucking touching that. <laughs> yeah, so even even though I said Borderlands to begin with, I also don't trust them to make a good one that's like good for players. Like, um, I can see a like a mobile port of something in the Borderlands universe being propped up by Gacha. Maybe, but they don't really need it because Gearbox is owned by t- not Two K, the Fortnite crew now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Epic Games. Yeah, and that that's if you want to talk about Gacha. <laughs> <laughs> How have we ignored Fortnite for this fucking long? All right. Uh, because we ain't played it. <laughs> this is true. I've not played Fortnite, but I've got to be honest with you. With each new advertisement on YouTube that occasionally gets through, um, you see the amount of characters in that game, and you're just like, oh boy, that does look tempting. It does as well. Like the the further it goes, and the more you can do in it. Like riding a bike around as Ochako, and just like jumping off and smacking someone with something that looks like a lightsaber. Like that looks actually fun. It's- like legitimately. The big problem with Fortnite for me has never been the fact that it's Fortnite <laughs> you know the branding doesn't make a difference to me it's the fact that it's a battle royal and I don't like battle royals yeah well it's one of those like I actually got Fortnite before it was released as a beta thing when they were before it was popular they would just put out this thing and said okay uh, you can download and play this beta and then it will be released later I downloaded it and every time I tried to play it the servers were down so it took up some space on my hard drive for like three weeks <laughs> deleted it so I've never played actual Fortnite oh. but I have had it on my PlayStation. It's one of those where um, if you're going to play a Battle Royale game, by all rights, Fortnite's probably the one to pick because it's just the best one. Yeah, yeah. Unless you've set up a a map to do it in Minecraft or something. (laughs) I suppose because Minecraft is different enough from most Battle Royals, but you know what I'm saying, right? Because... Oh, totally, totally, totally. I can't remember the game, but there was another Battle Royale that released that was like, oh, it's going to fucking take down Fortnite. And for a week, it was more popular because it had a map ping. You could ping the map and Fortnite went, oh, the audience wants to be able to ping on the map. Cool. So they added it a week later and then, oh, surprise, surprise, that game went and died. Yeah. <laughs> here's, the one, here's the one unique thing our game's got. You can ping the map. Yup. Right, yep. And Fortnite just went, change a bit of code, add the thing, boom. You want to yeah. play You want to play as Deadpool and kill Darth Vader? Here you go. Do you want to play you as Naruto? Oh, but- gone. You want to be Thanos, but only for two weeks, and then he's gone from the game? Yeah, there you go. I don't, is that a thing? I thought Thanos was like a fucking in- random encounter on a map. I didn't think he was a player character. Oh, he might have been a random encounter, but yeah, the idea was he was he was there for like a couple of weeks, and then he went away. Uh, they also did some... Um, the first track trailer for one of the Star Wars movies was like shown in Fortnite. I did hear about that and that was weird to me. Yep. Um, they also had a um, end of legacy moment. You know, like the, the, uh, the yeah, they moonfall. Switched maps. Yeah, the moonfall from uh, freaking FF14 in Fortnite where the world gets destroyed by a comet. And then you get a new map instead. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember that because there was a lot of hubbub on the uh, on the more teenage side of the internet, pretty much um, saying how oh shit, Fortnite's going away forever, guys. And then you got people who are like thirty plus, like me and you, just going, it makes too much money. It's not going away. What the fuck you want about? I don't play the fucking thing, and I can tell it's not going away. Yeah, all it's going to do is start season two. <laughs> do you remember that time when PewDiePie, of all people, said if uh, when I reach one million subscribers or two million subscribers, whatever stupid number it was. I'm going to delete my YouTube. And it was just like, he's not going to delete his YouTube. It's his main source of income. I don't think he did. But on the day that he, he crossed over that limit, he did announce his website where he hosted his own content. And it was like, yep. and it was like, oh, okay. So one, if if this takes off and you make your own thing, then I can see you deleting your shit. <laughs> what he actually deleted was Jacksepticeye 2. Oh. Which was a YouTube channel that he owned as a gag. Oh. Um, because he's also friends with Jacksepticeye. So they were, they were in on the gag. But yeah, there's a Jacksepticeye 2 channel, or there was, that was owned by PewDiePie. So his he, he fulfilled his contract, his verbal contract, by deleting that channel. Did he actually he upload any content on it for lols, or was it literally just the channel for the sake of the channel? I think he did, but like there wasn't very much of it, so when it was gone, it was gone. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, the, the predatory one that I would never play, Diablo Immoral. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're so right. You are so right. Yeah. Um, and Raid Shadow Legends, uh, which has clan PvP and clan PvE. If someone in the clan isn't pulling their weight, 
They get kicked. Then you, they're bringing down the whole whole clan. If they're not throwing like enough month salary per year into the void, they're bringing down the clan. And uh, yeah, the like we said with the executives who chuck thousands in on the reg, they're the ones that are at the top of the clans. But they kind of got a um, internal um, self regulation thing going on where clans have whales, and if it's just whales versus whales, then the ones that spend the most just win. But all of them have the opportunity to spend just infinitely. So they just have like a gentleman's agreement not to spend that much but then again this is a company that spends millions per day on advertising oh I'm fucking aware one of the big things that kicked my arse in gear to actually turn adblock on, onto YouTube as well as everything else is I got really sick and tired of those fucking adverts yeah and are you aware that you can currently get Ronda Rousey and Rage Shadow Legends oh cool this person who can't fucking act <laughs> now I'm not saying well, that to be mean I played Mortal Kombat 11 where she is Sonya Blade and she can't fucking act <laughs> yeah. Fucking excellent at doing the martial arts capture. No fucking issues yes. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the game is like literally designed to hunt whales. Uh, like I'm pretty sure you've heard of the 80-20 rule where 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your customers. Okay, I well, didn't know it was got, called that. But, yeah, they've but got I a, a statistic. Sorry, go on. They've got a second layer of that where within that top 20% there's another 80-20 and those are the whales that they are hunting. Ugh. Well, I can't remember the game specifically, Rick, but I remember there was a little indie gacha game game. Uh, I believe it was China. It might not have been. It might have been Japan. Uh, it's one of those where I can't even remember the name of the game or the franchise or anything. So I definitely can't remember the country of origin. Um, where they had a party and a celebration for getting their first user to spend a million dollars. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big oof, man. I wish I could bring Imagine- up the name of the game because I would love to name and shame, but it was it was it, this was a few years ago as well. It wasn't a recent thing. Yeah, yeah, like it was so long ago that it's now an old episode of South Park where the Canadians are making the game of uh, how to fleece people. Hey, god damn it, Canadian <laughs> devil, you're so lazy. Yeah, <laughs> the Terence and Philip Gacha game. <laughs> Oh man! The amount of time. I mean, okay, I will give South Park a lot of fucking shit because they demonised that shit in their in that episode, and rightly so. It should be demonised, but at the same time, they've still got their Gacha game up and running. Yeah, yeah. And hey, Gacha Games even kickstarted season three of Agretico. Boo! Like she gets uh, stuck in this VR Gacha game where she buys costumes for her bandos and uh, falls into so much debt that she has to get uh, a second job, pretty much. So, did you just mean as a plot device? You didn't mean literally it got funded by Gacha Games? Oh yeah, it's just. A plot device. Okay. It's not funded by Gacha. You needed to be more specific because I could entirely believe that a ton of shit could be funded by Gacha Game Income. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Because this is the Hello Kitty company. Yes, yes. Like they're, they're all about the uh, the cute mascots that you pay pay through the nose for. Uh, but no, it was a plot device showing how predatory Gacha is. But here's the thing, Rick. I don't have an issue with real life Gacha. Like I, yeah. I went to Japan. One of the things I wanted to do when I went to Japan was, and yes, I know I bring it up all the time. It's one of the highlights of my life. Fuck off. Um. <laughs> Was that too go defensive? To a yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just go to a gacha wall and get a thing. I all I, all I wanted was to go to uh, grab a bunch of gacha shit. My I have a lot of nieces and nephews, Rick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mentally, I was like, I'm gonna buy at least like twenty odd gacha rolls and just bring the little gacha ponds home and give them to the nieces and nephews. I don't know how many of them actually got given out because I gave them to my dad and said, give these to the grandkids when they turn up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like getting a Kinder Egg toy at that point, uh, except you know without the uh, without the chocolate. Pretty much, yeah. Like. The amount of gacha they had was cool. First of all, we spent a ton of time in the arcades, and the arcades had the best gachas because it was all anime and video game related. Yeah. So I got a keyring of Yo Asakura and Amidamaru, which are the two main... You know, we did it for the channel. The two main characters yeah, yeah, from yeah. Shaman King. And this was before Shaman King even got a reboot, so I was fucking hyped because there was no Shaman yeah. King uh, merch in the UK, full stop. Yeah, because it's been like, what, 15, 20 years since it was last popular? Oh, God, a long time. Um, But then, because we were in Akihabara, there was not one, but two shops that were just just open spaces f- with walls of gachas and yeah yeah and you'd go up to the counter and the count the, the person behind the counter's job was literally just to give you coins for your um for your uh yen notes because they're like yeah yes. buy all the gachas and some mm-hmm, of these mm-hmm. gachas were weird like um one of them was uh it had bread but not bread you eat a little pr- bit of plastic bread on a key ring and the gacha set was just a bunch of different bakery goods that's actually kind of cute though but that's the most out there one I could think off the top of my head there was loads of weird ones as well uh there's the infamous story of i wanted a porn thing um <laughs> from one of these adult gatches uh, it was a little tiny figure that was naked it, it's not really that big of a uh, perverted ordeal or anything but uh it was the one right 
right at the bottom of the floor on the floor and I had to I went to my buddy Joe and I went Joe I swear to God I'm not getting you to do this because I'm embarrassed but if I get on my knees I don't think I'll be able to get back up without shitting myself so can you please yep. <laughs> can you please go uh, do the gacha for me and to his credit he did and then we left the place and I had to go into a pachinko parlor and take shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which by the way those places are loud as fuck yep 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 it's uh well it's Mortal Kombat all over again <laughs> yeah but it's not sound effect noises it's a load of metal clanging yes oh god it's worse than any casino I've been into of which I've been into none but um <laughs> You know, the corner of the arcade that is reserved for slot machines. It was louder than that. Yeah, like I've been to like five casinos all in Vegas. Um, not lost a lot of money. Uh, I learned very quickly that trying to do my usual trick for roulette doesn't work when the minimum bet per spot is like ten dollars. So uh, yeah, that, that that didn't go well. What's your, what, what's your, oh okay. So you, what's your usual trick? Oh my usual my usual trick is um twenty five percent each on uh sorry thirty five percent each on uh, two range like 1 to 12, uh, 13 to 24, um, 25% on a colour, and the last 5% goes on zero, because zero will fuck you. And um, you've basically got like nearly 50% of getting your money back. Um, the other 50%, sorry, it's like, it's like one in three, you get your money back. One in three, you get a small profit, and um, there's like one in six of getting a large profit, one in six of losing everything, and um, like one in 36 of doubling your money. Yeah, that- Oh, you know, if I was on a roulette table, I'd probably just fucking I just do the, oh, yeah. do the one in three there... option every time, and I'd not bother fucking around. I mean, yeah, you can do. Yeah, one in three, you basically triple your money. That is on a fair table. If the if the table is fair and it's paying out the exact numbers, cool. Oh, the, ta- the, the table's table never you... going to be fair. The house always wins. Oh yeah, the house always wins. But what I'm saying is, if the table is unfair and gives you less than what the odds are, then this makes you lose. Mm. Um, I suppose casinos can set their own rates, but like it'd be very unusual for you to bet on a third of the numbers and not get three times your money back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some of them do set their own rules and lower the rates. Like um, the normal numbers, like 1 to 36, if you put something on one of those, you should get 36 times. Yes. And then oh. zero is the uh, is the clause of this technically 1 in 37, so it's 1 in 37 and you get one you get 36 times. So that's how they win. Well, uh, however, the way they really win is that they aim for somewhere on the uh, on the board and the expert roulette operator will fuck you by just making it land somewhere that you've not bet on. Well, I was going to say, technically it would be one in, it'd be 35 times uh, your money back because uh, you get your stake back. Oh, yeah, back. yeah, 35 times, yeah. Yeah, 35 times. But uh, it's one of those where I imagine in modern roulette reels that you don't even need a skilled operator because you can just go... Um, yeah, just activate the magnet. <laughs> well, not activate the magnet, but, you know, if it's a machine doing the spinning... Yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, yeah, the, a skilled operator can do trick shots. Machines are not as good at doing trick shots. But isn't it funny how quickly um, we divulge into talking about just plain straight gambling? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, it, it's not even that far of a jump from playing funny little gacha game with waifu and you just maybe chuck in a quid to get another roll to literally being in pachinko parlors and casinos, like, up to your eyeballs in cigarette smoke and losing your life savings. That's quite the uh, quite the dire jump, but it is no doubt a jump that occurs. Um, I don't think I, I think we are being a bit uh, disingenuous a little bit with our assumption that you will jump from gacha to straight up gambling because I think it's worse than that. I don't think people do jump from gacha to gambling. I think they stay with the gacha, but they still spend that life defeating amount of money on the gacha. Yeah, totally, totally. And it's and like, on that bombshell. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to f- finish my point with the key difference between gambling in a casino and gambling on a gacha is there is a possibility in a casino that you do ma- at least make your money back or even win big on the gacha when mm-hmm. you win big congratulations here's your pixels when the game dies it's gone yeah and the game yep. will die all you have is your memories yeah of at the at the end of the day children you can't fuck your waifu it's a jpeg <laughs> yeah so why do you care if you get it because you can pit your waifu against the other challenges that the game engineers to need the waifu if you're that desperate for it and i'm serious now there are games on Steam for a dollar that will let you pit waifus against waifus, and if you win, you get to fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or better yet, go on to Google and type in waifu name rule 34. I've just saved you $100. Hopefully, yep. Fuck. Um... <laughs> 
So, yeah, um, our final three isn't quite as um, applicable to gacha games, but we'll do it anyway. Can you think of a favourite moment from playing game gacha games or games with gacha mechanics? Yeah, I can, and it's I wouldn't say it's sad, but it's certainly not a happy moment, as it were. Uh, Genshin Impact, when it first came out, they had Venti on yeah. the banner. Yes. I like my fanboys. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would really like to get Venti, and it pretty much dictated how long I was going to play the game for. I got both Shinkyu and Venti in the same role, and I was like, cool. And I played the game for a long time. But I have no yeah. doubt that if I did not get Venti, I would have just gone, well, this game's shit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of those where... We didn't even mention this, really. Every single gacha game will do the same thing. When you first join, you get a shit ton of resources to roll for free. Because they want you to get that fucking tingle when you get the thing you want. And they want you to want that tingle again, so you'll throw money at them. And they also want you to run out very quickly. This is true. Like, if you get a load to begin with, that sets your expectation that you're going to have a load all the time. Yeah, yeah. And and when you don't... And you have to enter the 16-digit cheat code. It uh, it stings less because you know what it's like to have a lot of resources, and you know what it was like when you did win big early on. Because if you didn't win big early on, you probably would have dropped that game. Well, it's, it's one of those where, again, I've never used a 16-digit cheat code. I don't really count the Welkin Moon Pass because it's really not a cheat code. You got to play every day. But that's another thing that they want you to do is even if you're not spending money, they want you to play every day. They want you as yes. a number and a statistic. So habit formation, yeah. Even if you're paying a minimal amount to get a shit ton of resources in return uh if to get those resources you have to play every day you're still being manipulated into doing something yeah like even like farmville you've got cooldown skips fucking farmville jesus what is it 2003 (laughs) something like that Um, but yeah, the idea with Farmville is that they put timers in to get people to come back the next day and make it into a proper habit-forming thing. Now, here's the problem with Farmville, is Farmville's extra evil because it targeted OAPs. Yes, um, and Facebook were perfectly fine with this because it kept people on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if you want to play a farming scene, buy Stardew Valley. That wasn't an option back in the day, but it is now. Yep. <laughs> Mind you, I think, well, Farmville is, I think Farmville is fucking dead now anyway. Uh, however, Zynga are not. They just bought something. Jesus. For uh, multiples, bi- multiple billions. I didn't think they had that much money. Oh, well, then they again, farm- gacha games. Yeah, they, they have Farmville money. Uh, you mentioning um, Harvest Moon is a very good point, though, in that uh, Harvest Moon, until very recently, was only available on consoles, which means you'd have to buy a console. Yeah, so here's the other thing. Um, the reason that so many gacha games earn so much is that people have the platform that they are on. Um, like, pretty much everyone in the modern day has a phone, which is exactly the words that were used by the Diablo Immoral developers. Don't you guys have phones. Yeah, and he got booed off stage and they had to announce Diablo 3 early. Was it 3 or 4? Yep. Uh, th- 4. Yeah. Which still isn't People out People hoping yet, for Diablo it? 4, yeah. It's not, but apparently it's also going to have gacha mechanics. Why? No, oh. you don't get to do that. Yeah, full price game should not have gacha. Not but, paid gacha know. anyway. But you know, it works for FIFA, so other people look at that uh, look at that infinite wallet and go, "Ooh, yeah." You got to bear in mind that FIFA and gacha mechanics made so much money that EA was willing to make a tit of themselves to defend it. Yes, I, yes. I think we all remember the infamous line of, uh, "They're not." It's <laughs> we've said it a few times already. It's not. It's not gambling. It's not loot boxes. It's surprise mechanics. You bought a Kinder egg before, right? Yeah, and. Uh, their other one is when they did um, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 and you couldn't play as Darth Vader unless you paid for some played for something like uh, 40 hours of content 85 85 hours of content back to back with no breaks um, or paid the price but yeah we, but no we're not being greedy guys we want to make sure that you keep playing the game it's like, and mm. that you have a sense of uh, pride and accomplishment when you do it for free. But, Dude, you know, if, oh. if you don't want to do it for free, then, ooh, ah. you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, you just, that's the most downvoted comment in history on Reddit. Yes. Because, oh, fuck. No, that's fine. No, fuck it. We're going to quote it now. Hang on one second. I'm doing a cheeky Google. You can hear me do the tippy taps, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'll share my favourite moment. It was being the first person I knew to get Beatrix's full kit and enjoy Beatrix's dominance over the game for quite some time. Um, with a another backup of being the first person I knew to have a Vorture in Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was, again, like, it was the first time EA put uh, microtransactions and gacha into Mass Effect. Yeah. And the way that they kept going with it was they kept um, they kept releasing new seasons and new character waves. So if you had all the characters, well, tough shit. In six weeks, you're not going to do. Um, I didn't even play the last wave, so I never got to play as, like, the Geth Juggernaut or the Vulture. I didn't. Not the Vulture. The, um, uh, what do you call it? The Volus. Oh, the Volus. 
house really weren't that great, except uh, for the fact that you could cheese out this one area so you could do your platinum rank very easily and get a bunch of money for free very easily. So that's why. Which again, which again, the money you could use for gacha, but also you could use Microsoft points or um, Sony pounds. But yeah, if you wanted, to, if, yeah, if you had someone with a Volus who was a buddy, uh, I think you needed three Volus and one person who could actually do damage because <laughs> having three Volus effectively made your team invincible. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, before we get to weakest link and MVP, MVP is going to be tricky. Um, here we go, the infamous Star Wars Battlefront thread. Um, the the comment was pretty easy. Uh, this is a joke. I'll be uh, sorry. The, the thread is titled simply "Seriously, I paid eighty dollars to have Vader locked." Mm-hmm. This is a joke. I'll be contacting EA support for a refund. I can't even play fucking Darth Vader. Disgusting. This age of microtransactions has gone way too far. Leave it to a to EA though to stretch the boundaries. And here's the comment from the EA community's team. The intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for the cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. In other words, they did market testing and and looked at it at the numbers and went, huh, what's the absolute maximum we can charge for this without people getting mad and they miss on they they fucking missed the mark by a while. Yep. Among yep. other they, things, uh... we're looking at average play uh, per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding and of course attainable via gameplay. We so yeah, they they nerfed the <coughs> amount of credits that you earned. We appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update everyone as soon and as often as we can. As of the timing of this post, which fair enough was updated two months ago, so pretty recent, it's sitting on minus 667,000 downvotes. Yep. <laughs> And this is pretty much the act that got Disney to reconsider the exclusivity deal with EA, um, because Star Wars was a EA exclusive for games, reaching back before the Disney buyout. Uh, the actual um, tripping point was uh, there was a front page news article in the states, um, pretty much everywhere, saying uh, Disney and Star Wars are making kids gamble. And Disney saw that headline and went, "What the fuck?" Because they pretty much don't give a fuck about video games. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's time to get into the weakest link. What is your weakest link within Gacha Games? Everything. Yeah. It's a predatory practice. Um, I don't doubt that a lot of people have fun playing Gacha Games, but if that fun comes from getting a tickle every time they summon something and therefore spend their hard-earned money on this shit, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like There is a difference between doing it in the game that actually has the servers and you actually can use the character in that game versus doing it on a, a summon simulator where you can do it for free and you can do it infinitely and you just get a JPEG. Like, yeah, you can run around with your dude, but uh, yeah, it's garbage. Well, it's one of Garbage. those where, like, the only game where I give it a free pass in, and that is Gacha Mechanics now, is, um, uh, fuck, MOBAs. But specifically, right. but specifically Smite, because the... Isn't it, isn't it all for skins? The Gacha Mechanic is just for skins. Yeah. If you want characters, you have to pay for them, but the game's free to play, so who gives a fuck? But mm-hmm. if you pay for the character, and w- by the way, you can pay for the character with in-game currency, which is mind-blowing. Um, yeah, if you buy a character, you just buy that character. You can use that character forever. No strings attached. Yeah, um, I remember in uh, League of Legends, it was similar. You could you could buy a character with in-game currency or money. You could get you could buy skins, or, and there was no gacha on skins. You just bought the skins, and they were relatively expensive, but, you know, that's how they supported the game. Um, and um, eventually, characters would have an in-game currency cost reduction, so they weren't just the maximum price forever. Yeah, that's a cool way of doing just, it. Just so people got a, uh, you know, could fill out a roster of, like, cheap, easy-to-get dudes that were generally alright. And then they had a, like, a weekly rota of the seven that were available to everyone. Yeah, on Smite, they do it in a pretty interesting way. They've got five characters that are free forever, everybody has them. And then they've got yep. another five characters that rotate, so everyone can play as... It's basically a way of trialing a character. It's just wait for them mm-hmm. to come on the free thing, play them. Oh, you like them? Cool. Pay your gems or pay your money and just have it unlocked forever. Or you can wait until the... <laughs> you can do what I do and wait until the Smite fucking character pack is on sale and just pay 20 quid to have every character unlocked, including future releases. Nice. <laughs> So that blew my mind because I didn't think it would work like that, but it does. But then again, it's just like buying a video game. Yeah, at that point, totally. Uh, I I do want to clarify one thing as well. Um, Not all the skins are gacha based. There's quite a few that you can just buy outright for a ludicrous amount of in-game currency or um, or or, you know cash. But uh, uh, a lot of the newly released. 
is basically what I just said there. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> newly released ones. Yeah. Uh, the newly released skins usually come out in in packs of like, oh, cool. it's Christmas time. Roll on the Christmas gacha. A random character you've got will get their Christmas skin. Okay. If you don't have so the you're character, not getting, you're, not getting, gone. you're not getting skins for people you don't have and just like giving yourself a big chest full of crap. <laughs> I was about to say, I do believe if you get a skin for a character you don't have unlocked permanently, it unlocks the character permanently for you. That's pretty neat, actually. Uh, it'd be a pretty shitty to not do that. But uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Speaking of pretty shitty, who's your weakest link, Rick? My weakest link is that every game that has the me- these mechanics is basically automatically worse because of it. Uh, every second a developer spends into developing these things and extracting as much post-sale money from the customer is a second that could have been spent making the game better. And it's often done by withholding things from the regular game that could have just been part of the universe just to feed it to the gamblers. Like, imagine if you couldn't get um, Solaire's summon sign unless you'd unlocked it, for instance, or you couldn't get the Katarina set at all and it was just something that Sigmire and Sigward had. Man, like, that's, a, that's yeah. the darkest timeline. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not on the worst timeline yet. Although, being a capitalistic society, we're on our way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for the good old fi- finale of the MVP. Do you even have one? My MVP award goes to... God of War and Elden Ring. Yeah. The two best games of the year with not a single gacha mechanic in sight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My award goes to every single game company that... Okay, admittedly, those are big-name games for big-name studios, but fuck it. The allure to, for most people to see... Be, uh, sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. The allure for a lot of developers and a lot of companies would be, yeah, but if we added this, we could get a lot more money. But it's like, we don't need it to tell our story or to make our game, so we're not going to include it. So anyone who says fuck you to Gacha is A-OK in my book, although they probably yeah. still do crunch, but uh, that's a debate for another podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Rick? Who's your MVP? It's almost the same. Anyone who refuses to open the Pandora's Box of Evil. Uh, the two that I picked out were, I believe, CD Projekt Red, also doesn't do Gacha, and FromSoft. Um, they're the biggest ones that I could think of that don't do it. Uh, but it goes all the way down to the little guy, Ponkel, who made Vampire Survivors, w- were uh, courting a lot of mobile publishers. All of them wanted to add microtransactions, so they noped out and self-published in full to give you an actual game <laughs> without any predator, without any predation, sorry. Do you, do you know what? I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due on that one, because I've played Vampire Survivors now. Mm. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's the exact same game I played with the Hololive skin, but without the Hololive skin. It's fun, it's great, it's really addicting. Um, it is. It's very easy to see how they would make that into a gacha game just by looking at the way the game plays. Yeah, you, you instead of unlocking things through games you just roll on the character banner and you get the character and then roll on the weapon banner and that's now added to your list Mm, which would actually make that game unplayable. I mean, you could do certain things. No, but, yeah, but you know, stu- to me, as a player, I would be unable to play that game. Yeah, you'd be stuck with Whip Guy and maybe the other Bella Paisley, uh siblings. Look, I'll be honest with you, I like Whip Guy. Whip Guy's neat. Um, have you got the Whip Werewolf? I haven't unlocked any characters yet. Okay, there's a Whip Werewolf and there's a Whip Auntie. Okay. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much about it for today. If you liked the video, you've got the comment section down below on YouTube, and if you're not listening via the YouTube, you have the email, if you're listening via one of our many audio platforms, and where would you send such an email to? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Uh, we hope not to get any hate mail from any of these developers. Oh, fucking do, bring it! it'll be funny. It'll be funny. Oh, yeah, no, bring it. Send us hate mail. We'll include it in the next video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> These are all the companies that have such fragile egos that two British blokes from Britain, funny that, were able to get under their skin enough to warrant an angry email. Yes, that big company. Man, I can just imagine Elon Musk being so petty that he does exactly that if he had his own NFT gacha game. Elon Musk is an incredibly petty individual and I don't, as much of a rant I want to go on right now because you've suddenly brought him up for no reason, we really need to wrap things up. So don't forget, send us $5 if you want to see the prototype of our faces. Bye!